Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour on a hump day. I'm going to tell you right now, a tough day. Tough day. Lori, uh, Eric's wife and daughter were in here yesterday and picking up some personal things and just hitting me hard today as some of the things that have been in this office for you know years and years and years are no longer here and I just he's a great man and I love him dearly and I miss him so just a tough day tough morning got uh, bad news on my MRI as well uh, the <laughs> 2020 well I'm not going to forget this year ever um, looks like I'm going to need surgery on my neck as well. So I'll keep you updated later. Uh, but, uh, didn't, that didn't go very well. You know, nothing's gone very well, right? I mean, think about it. Uh, now, now this, this hurricane, Laura, boy, this thing got big quick. Um, and not only is it going to be a Category 3. Now It's going to be a Category 4 at some point. Hopefully it'll weaken as it makes landfall. You know, they kind of do that thing. But the size, this thing got big. Uh, and it's going in a spot where uh, I know the largest refinery for gasoline in the country, I think maybe in the world, is right in the path. Uh, so there's a bunch of refineries there. Uh, let's pray for the best. Let's hope for the best. Uh, and Hurricane Laura, all our friends down in Louisiana and Texas, uh, get out of harm's way, and, and let's just hope uh, that somehow this thing weakens and it turns in a direction that maybe uh, is a little more advantageous and misses the most amount of people and refineries, but it sure doesn't look that way. Uh, I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, you know, 20, that should be 25 years uh, we've been doing this, and and you know we just we do it better than anybody. We really do, and I'm going to tell you, it's been so busy, and the post office, man, these guys are going slower and slower, but uh, we're staying on top of it. Uh, we've made a few mistakes along the way, but we got great customers, and they get it and they understand it. And of course, uh, with us, if there's a mistake, we fix it. Period, uh, and that's why people love doing business with us. Eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. I, I got to talk about uh, my web guys all over me because uh, he, he says that I don't do a good enough job uh, promoting all of the social media and podcasting that we do. Uh, the Patriot Radio News are this show. Uh, the the amount of times this show is podcasted, you know, people listening to it, it's incredible. Uh, millions and millions and millions of people have downloaded this show. He, he put out a request, and 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 so I'm going to honor that request. Uh, if you guys, you guys that podcast, whether it's on Spotify or Apple or wherever, uh, there's a place for you to leave comments, and he's asking you guys to do so if you like the show. Uh, it uh, actually, what he's saying is, uh, those comments go into this thing, and. I don't know how it works, but uh, these, you know how technology is now. They'll send this stuff out to other like-minded people, get a lot more people to know about the show and, and, and get educated. So you'll be helping others. Uh, if you could do that for me, that'd be wonderful. This show, I, I have my own face. Patriot has its own Facebook page. I didn't even know. Well, maybe I did and I forgot. Uh, so so uh, same thing there. 
Uh, I don't think we do a lot with it. I know we uh, Ryan was telling me that we put the show on every day, uh, but we're going to expand that as well. Uh, I got to tell you about the radio station. It's it it's Facebook page. We got so many great things coming to the radio station, and and, and you're seeing it just takes a little bit of time. Uh, shout out to the guys at Liberty Revolt. They do a, a show for us on on Sundays, and and let me tell you. The weekend lineup, I have gotten more feedback in the last two weeks. The the shows, these are fresh shows, fresh guys, uh, the same core principles. Don't let these, you know, the, the titles feel you. Great stuff happening at 1360. Matter of fact, I will tell you right now, I don't think there's a better thing happening on the weekends uh, than what we've got at 1360. But the guys at Liberty Revolt, these guys got... They redid the soundproofing in our studios. Uh, I'm going to throw a ask uh, Jason. Maybe he can get uh, Brooke or Kara or somebody. Let's get that up on our Facebook page. They did such a great job uh, in our studios, uh, soundproofing the studios uh, up there at, at 1360. Huge shout-out to them. A uh, huge shout-out uh, to my friend James Morgan, uh, he, uh, real estate, you guys know, you, you've heard his commercials. The guy has been with us uh, from the very beginning. He's actually helping a friend of mine uh, get a house uh, up there in, in Colorado. And my buddy called me to say, man, you know, it, it's not his first road. He's, he's bought houses before. And, and you know how it is when you buy a house, right? After the euphoria of you finding the house, then comes the paperwork, right? And it, it, it's like you'd rather go to the dentist and get a root canal uh, with all the paperwork and all the, and especially today, it's even worse. And he just was so complimentary of James and his staff. Uh, it said, you know what? I still had to go to the dentist, but he, they made it like a, a teeth cleaning versus a root canal. Uh, the guy's a great realtor, and and rare in this day and age. A lot of realtors, you know, it's like, well, I do Denver, or, or I do Boulder, or I do Fort Collins. James Morgan has been doing this for so long in Colorado. He knows everything. He can tell you where to be if you if you live if you work in the tech center. He can tell you what the best neighborhoods are. He knows the best schools. 720-203-0731. James Morgan, if you're looking for a realtor up in the uh, front range, he's your man. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. A little solemn today. Uh, here's the good news. Gold's up big. Silver's up big. Uh, congratulations. Especially on the silver side, you jumped in there. You may have caught the bottom yesterday. Uh, silver back above $27 an ounce. Uh, gold over nineteen forty. You know, yesterday we had gold twenty dollar gold pieces on sale at twenty one fifty, which was like the lowest price since this whole run up started. Uh, I've gotten three price increases just this morning. You know, these these wholesalers they get it. the The demand is off the charts. They're, they they raise prices immediately. Uh, but here is what I am going to do. You know what? I just just. The whole Eric thing today, I don't know what it is. You know, it's just weird, but uh, it's hit me hard today. And I know, you know, he came back for one reason, which was to help people, you know, get them prepared because, you know, let's face it, scary stuff's here. The the, the debts are out of control. We've got, uh, 
the banks lying to us now? I mean, when our head bank, you know, the, the, the central bank's supposed to be the one looking out for us. But, of course, I've, I've educated. They don't, it's not about us. They don't care about us. Um, and, and, you know, today I watched the, I was up early. You know what, I just, man, it's just, I don't know. I can't describe it today, but, but uh, I was up, and I get up early anyway, but I was up early, early. And uh, had the idiot box on, which is a mistake. It really—it's just a mistake. They—they they just one of two things. They just—they're just, just going to lie to you, or they're—they've got their head so far up they can't see what's right in front of them. And they were all trying to every single one of and 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 all of them because you know there's like four or five now channels where they try to tell you to buy your stocks about how. Oh, no, 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 Wall Street's not overvalued. It's fine, and this and that, and just giving these ridiculous things that nobody believes in. You know, they'd be better off telling the truth. They would be. Tell them. It's overvalued right now. Be careful. I mean, that would be that would be a smart thing to do, but now they, they, they just want to perpetuate it. But they've got the central bank in their pocket. Jay Powell tomorrow, if... If he delivers on what they want him to deliver on, let me let me make it simple for you. They want Jay Powell to essentially say, we're never going to raise rates again. It's impossible. And, and let me tell you, nothing's impossible. And Eric wanted to warn you all, so today, you know, yesterday we ran those 20s at 2150. I'm leaving them there for the rest of the day. But just know this: tomorrow I get, they'll be back at twenty-one ninety-five uh, or higher. I, I obviously don't know what gold's going to do tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be very interesting. In my mind, in, in thinking about what Jay Powell may or may not say, and for those of you that don't know, Jay Powell is the head banker. Okay? He's the head of the Federal Reserve. Uh, they're supposed to be the ultimate gatekeeper of the financial stability of the country. Now, they've got this job. Their job is stable dollar and full employment. Of course, the employment number they lie about, right? Right now, they'll want to tell you, you know, we got jobless claims tomorrow. Hopefully, it's not a million again. Hopefully. Um... But we know 28 million people are collecting extended unemployment benefits. But they'll come on TV and tell you the number's 14 million. Well, it's 14 million in this one bucket, but there's another bucket. Right? We added another bucket for all the gig people. Added together, it's 28 million people, which makes the unemployment rate, what, 18, 19%? You know, not 10 and and uh stable dollar stable dollar i mean go back to the creation of the federal reserve 20 dollar gold piece and 20 dollar bill were interchangeable they were worth the same i mean the 20 dollar gold piece is called the 20 dollar gold piece cuz that was the value that was on it 20 dollars now, they, they came into power in 1913. And just so you know how it 
happened. See, a lot of people uh, don't know their history, and there's a reason they don't know their history. Because they don't want to teach you the history in school. Right? They, they, they want you to believe that the central bank has been here forever. It hasn't. Matter of fact, America emergence as a superpower happened on the gold standard. It's a true story. We're on the gold standard until 1933. We were superpower. We won World War One. I. I mean, we were the superpower. Now, they would like you to believe that we became the superpower under the guides of the central bank. Now, Bretton Woods was brilliant after World War II, but ever since then, really, the central bank, slowly but surely, and now a lot faster, the middle class in America is shrinking. They lie about what the inflation number is, and now they want Jay Powell to say, hey, we want inflation to be much higher. And we won't raise rates until it's way above what we want it to be, quote-unquote. Very dangerous. And, and stable dollar. Let me ask you, is this stable? So 1933, the $20 gold pieces that we have on sale today for $2,150 was worth $20. Now imagine, imagine, I don't know, your grandparents in 1930. 1900, 1866, I don't care, pick a date. They took five $20 bills and they put them in the wall of their house. And along with those five $20 bills, they put five $20 gold pieces. Right, that had been $200 back then. Imagine today, you know, you're... Your mom owned the house after the grandparents passed, and and now your mom's wanting to get rid of it, and you're going to move into it, and you decide you're going to remodel. You open up the wall, and there it is. Think about the five $20 bills. That would have been $100 back then. That was a lot of money back then. A lot of money. Uh, me and my wife just went to... Went to the grocery store last night, and this was the the small trip. Okay, we needed uh, like some shaving cream. Uh, my younger son wanted some Pedialyte for hydration, and uh, I know my older son needed needed something. It was a, a very a very small trip. It was a hundred and seventy seven dollars, right? Nothing like a hundred bucks. If you went to a nice restaurant with your wife, I mean a nice one, and you didn't have, maybe you got one drink apiece. I don't even think you could get that with tip, right? You couldn't even cover that with the $100, which 100 years ago you would have thought you were a rich person if you had that. Now imagine those five gold pieces. That's over 10 thousand dollars today ten grand right you're pretty jacked up right 
Right? That's, that's some good money. And this is what they call stable? I mean, really, they, they, they took us off the gold standard of 33. We didn't officially go off the gold standard of the rest of the world to 71. They've done this in less than 50 years. Because the, the, a $20 gold piece, when we went off the gold standard with the rest of the world, was still only $42. Right? So think about the destruction that they've done. And their, their, one of their goals is this stable dollar nonsense. There's nothing stable. Well, I guess there is stability. You're right. I mean, technically, you'd say, yeah, it's very stable that it goes down in value constantly. And I've been warning you. I'm telling you, right, we're in the next 7 to 10 year down cycle in the dollar. We're here. The gold price, we're going to look at $2,000 gold as cheap, as inexpensive. You know, it used to be uh, back in 2011, in 2010 and, you know, 09, though that time period, People used to talk about two hundred fifty, three hundred dollar gold, right? The and I still listen. Patriot got we got plenty of customers that that bought during that time that are still buying today. That's what two thousand is going to feel like. That's how inexpensive it's going to feel like in five to ten years. Uh, the Social Security Administration. You know, I run a commercial out there uh, on thirteen sixty for for you people that are Phoenix or listening some other way about Social Security. And, you know, they, the government goes out of its way to let you believe that they have an account with your name on it. Just for you. As a matter of fact, I think when you're over 55, they start sending you in the mail, right, a little update on your account and how much you can expect and, and all of this stuff. But what they don't tell you is the Supreme Court ruled in the 60s that the money collected via Social Security isn't yours. In other words, I'll give you an example. Let's just say you died, and you never got to 65. You didn't even start collecting. You, you pass away. If you're not married, right, that, that money's gone. Not you. You you don't. Someone else doesn't get to claim it, right? It's gone. If you didn't have kids, I mean, it doesn't doesn't work that way. It's just gone. It's not yours. They they've ruled it a tax. That's all it is. The government at any point in time can do what it likes. It can give you nothing. It can pay you uh, more. They can pay you less. They can do all of these things. And then they talk about the condition of Social Security. And, and again, what they don't do, see, they, there's multiple parts to Social Security. One of them is what we'll call the regular part, uh, which most people, when you talk about Social Security, that's the part you know about. And think about And this is the one they're saying is going to be exhausted. I, I don't know what their number is now, 2031, 2032, something like that. If you're getting ready to update it, it's going to go down significantly uh, because there's so many people not paying into the system now. But there's other parts. One of them, the Social Security Disability Trust Fund, uh, which said 
if the president puts a payroll tax holiday, remember, he wants to do a payroll tax holiday, that fund will be insolvent uh, in 2021, uh, early 2021. It's Even without it, that one's going to be insolvent in the next year or two. And you think about we've got 28 million people on it. We remember from the housing slash financial crisis, a lot of people went into that fund because mentally they were breaking down. I can't find work. I can't get a job, right? You think about the stress. I can't provide for my family. Oh, let's put this guy on disability. we got to figure out a way to give him money. This is uh, – it's exhausting. The fund used to be you got a disability because you were working at the steel plant Right, or, or you're doing uh, working on the railroad and, and, and you lost your arm, you, you, you suffered a significant accident in the workplace, you were disabled. Now most of the people on there, and, and not that it is, but most of the people on there, it's a stress-related disability. We're going to talk about how they remedy these things and why it is the trust fund isn't going to last nearly as long as they tried to lead you to believe. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Yes, ma'am, back. 800-951-0592, the lead pipe, stone cold lead pipe lock of the week, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, U.S. $20 gold pieces today. Uh, holding that price, gold, gold's uh, 1945 now. Uh, sil- silver's up over a buck now. Uh, just rolling here. Uh, I really think kind of, and I'm talking, you know, Jay Powell and what he's supposed to talk about tomorrow. All of that is it's just bullish for gold. It's bad for the dollar. It's, it just is. Just saying, hey, listen, we're never going to raise rates and we want more inflation. That just means a lot higher gold price. Uh, 2150 you know, in honor of my uncle, my friend. You know, he wanted all of you to have an ounce of gold for every year you're alive, an ounce of gold for every year your wife's been alive, your kids have been alive. I'm going to help you do it today. Uh, $2,150. Here's the thing, though, now. Uh, we're, we're down to about 63, 64 pieces, and then then I got to buy, you know, I got to buy a better grade, a higher grade, cost more. So the lead pipe lock of the week. You know, I've been doing that once in a while when it's, okay, this is something you got to pay attention to. Right. This is this is something. Uh, don't wait. Buy it. You're gonna. You're not gonna regret it. The price is 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 more than uh, really heated up, if you will. So the lead pipe lock of the week today, uh, twenty one hundred and fifty on a U.S. twenty dollar gold piece. And we're talking about Social Security. You know, the big thing. The president wants this payroll tax cut. Uh, the Social Security's chief actuary. A guy's name Stephen Goss is his name, and an actuary. See, these guys, they, they they do a lot of complex math and kind of anticipating, you know, and they use all different data points. And so this guy's now looking at the new realities here of how many people are unemployed and what's really happening, and, and you know, he doesn't really care about the stock market, okay? And he figures out, you know, Based on my model, this is how many people are going to go into the disability fund. This is how many people are going to go into the main 
Social Security Fund. This is how many people are going to need Medicaid. This is how many people are going to need Medicare. This is how long people are going to live, and this is boom and boom and blah, blah, blah. And and based on that, this is how many people are going to be paying in. Here's how many people are going to be wanting money out. And based on that, he comes up with projections. If we start a payroll tax holiday at the beginning of, of the year, the disability trust fund will be insolvent before the middle of the year, and it's not going to go to 75% or 50%. They'll be able to pay zero benefits. Zero. In other words, the, the <laughs> they're going to be overwhelmed which obviously you can't let that happen. So what would they do? What they do is they go, you know, right now there's 12.4% total on the payroll tax. They just start diverting money that was going into the main fund, and they've got to divert more of that into the disability fund. they got to divert more of that into Medicare or Medicaid and And the actuaries know this. And essentially what they're saying is, even in the main fund, the Social Security Old Age and Survivor Fund, which is the main piece of, remember I told you there's there's multiple facets to this. Uh, Social Security, uh, the payroll tax, I should say. There's Medicare, there's Medicaid, there's disability, there's the regular fund. I think there's uh, something about spouse and children. And, and, you know, there's there's like, I think there's six different, there could could be seven different things that all, you know, they each get a slice. Now, the main fund gets the biggest slice. But it keeps getting picked off. So when they tell you, the main fund's going to be, when they say Social Security Trust Fund's not going to run out until 2031. They're only talking about the main fund. And then they even lie about it because they know, they already know because the actuaries already said it. With or without a payroll tax holiday. We're going to have to take more of it to, to, to make up the, dis- the disability fund's going to win insolvent again. Just with the holiday, it'll go and solve it a whole lot faster. Uh, Medicare, Medicaid, they all need more. So when you actually do the diversions that they all, the actuaries are already projecting, Social Security Trust Fund runs out a whole lot sooner. It's like 2028 already. That's, that's, a little, that's a little too much reality for people. They say with a payroll tax holiday, the plan to eliminate the Social Security dedicated funding would endanger, and this is a letter from Stephen Gall, would endanger senior Social Security and could mean the end of Social Security by 2023. Now again, there's different things, how long would it last, and so on and so forth. Uh, but but make no mistake about it. With or without a payroll tax cut or a payroll holiday and all of those other things, 
Social Security and, and what goes along with it, the, the, what we call the third rail of the economy, there's not enough money. I wish there was. I mean, and really think about it. The average benefit is not even $1,500. So it's not like, you know, everyone's getting five or ten grand. A month. You know, I mean, it's 1500 bucks. So, you know, you think about it, if you're not working, you know, you're 70 and you're retired and, and you get $1,500 a month, you better have something else. And now I'm telling you that $1,500 is in danger. And here's what I think is going to happen. They're going to keep giving you $1,500. And I know a lot of you out there are saying, dude, I'm not getting $1,500. I'm getting like fourteen or thirteen. I, I get it, but let's just say fifteen for because it's radio and I'm too lazy to look up what the real number is. They're going to keep giving it to you. Even though they don't have the money, they're just, it's just going to get tacked onto the debt. The problem is what they want Jay Powell to say tomorrow. That $1,500 ain't going to buy you anything. We want you to guarantee us inflation and the inflation that we want. The inflation that says all the trillions of dollars of derivatives aren't really uh, worthless. I mean... Think about it. If we got an economy that's twenty trillion, how can banks have derivatives of fifty plus trillion dollars apiece? How can we have derivatives of I don't even know quadrillion dollars? A quadrillion dollars. The math just doesn't work. That's why you buy gold. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. The Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Week. Uh, U.S. $20 Liberties. 2150 uh, Gold keeps climbing now. Uh, looks uh, Coming up here, $1,945 silver. Man, 27 and a quarter, just like that. You know, booms. But, you know, that's silver. We got to get used to it. Uh, silver on the move as well. Uh, assuming tomorrow is going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. For those of you that don't know, if you haven't uh, been paying attention, it's not, they're not making nearly the big as a deal as they have in the past. It's the virtual Jackson Hole. Uh, where all the bankers get together and collude to uh, determine what stories they're going to try to tell the American public. And, of course, if I was invited, which I'm not, I would be asking the questions of, why are you allowing the banks to lie on the stress test? How, How could you, with a straight face, come out and tell the American public that our banks are in good shape when, uh, let's just use San Francisco as an example now. 54% of all the storefronts in San Francisco, now make it. Take it. Go on. New York, 80% of the restaurants not paying the rent, right? Nationwide, we know. Just in the government side of things, 
at least 15% of all the government loans are not being paid mortgages. We know that we've had the uh, a $2 million jump in the number of mortgages that are now 90 days or more delinquent. Now we're over $4 million. Commercial real estate. Tell us about the Tier 3 capital, the bad loans, the Tier 3 loans, the crappy loans that are on all these banks' balance sheets. How are they saying that they're actually gaining value? And why are why is there such a huge increase? And I can tell you why. A bunch of them went from Tier 2 into Tier 3. But yet the banks are trying to say, uh, hey, no, don't worry. It, it, it's worth more. I mean, it, these are the things that, that the cover-up that you don't see when they talk about uh, Main Street and Wall Street. Wall Street wants to tell you about Apple and Facebook, and they're great, right? Great companies. Wonderful. What they don't want to tell you about is, you know who has, you know who has Main Street is the banks. And the banks haven't been doing very well. And really, they should be doing a lot worse, especially if Jay Powell is going to say, hey, we're not going to raise rates, but we want higher inflation. That's even worse for the banks. And, of course, they're going to to try to, you know, undermine gold. And, and at the beginning of the program, I was telling you, you know, we became a superpower on the gold standard. Here was the one thing about the gold standard that was really good. Things never got more expensive. Would cost you twenty dollars today. That same thing, ten years later, still only cost twenty dollars. Didn't change. Twenty years later, thirty years later, inflation didn't exist. A matter of fact, the only time we had inflation was war. That was it. And as soon as the war ended, right, we had uh, deflation, right, which, oh, my God, you know, nothing scares the bankers more than things may cost less. <laughs> you know, you're sitting there as a consumer going, man, wouldn't it be great if things cost less? That's a banker's worst nightmare. And they, they, they make ridiculous arguments. Well, there's not enough gold in the world to support all the stuff we're doing. All this trade. But it's all at super hyper inflated prices. What gold would do is stop the inflation. It would stop it in its tracks. See, but then all of the zombie derivatives and all the zombie loans and all of those things, the banks, they'd all be insolvent. Because they have so many loans on their books that they're saying are worth, you know, millions. Now, think about malls as an example. I'll use uh, Metro Center here in Phoenix as an easy one. Pick one. Right? The only thing that's going to happen is they're either going to get bulldozed, right? or maybe through luck, Amazon will open a warehouse in there. But otherwise, it, they're worthless. But yet, in their books, they're, no, 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 I'm still raising them. I'm still saying they're worth more. They'll never be worth more again. The gold supply can't expand fast enough to keep up with economic growth. Yeah, I see it can't expand fast enough. Absolutely ridiculous. 
It's a ridiculous argument. You're telling me that America didn't have economic growth in the 1800s? We became a superpower on the gold standard. What are you talking about? The roaring 20s. Hey, we were on a gold standard. Because right? they don't want to talk about the roaring 20s. They don't want to let you know about all the great times before that. Gold cautious, causes financial panics and crisis. Do I need to answer that one? Look at what you guys do. I, I mean, now, now it's, it's, it's ridiculous. We, we face these crises now. Uh, it's almost never-ending. And then you got to lie and manipulate and try to pretend we're not in a crisis. You know, and, and the funny thing about it is, if, if the gold standard was back in place and you had a central bank that wanted to defend that the way they try to re- defend the ridiculous dollar, and it'd be incredible how much confidence people would have. Gold caused and prolonged the Great Depression. I'm going to tell you right now. The central bank caused it and prolonged it. Gold had nothing to do with it. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Wednesday. A little somber day today, but those are going to happen. That's what everybody tells you, right? And uh, that's happening to me today. Uh, By the way, (laughs) there's a new question being sent out by, by mortgage companies. They're asking their, the people if they're actually, do you intend on continuing to pay your mortgage? Yep, not, I can't make it up. They're asking, uh, some mortgage lenders are now asking customers that are taking out a mortgage to confirm that they don't intend to seek forbearance. Yep, they want you to put an extra box. I know I'm going to pay. Now, again, listen, uh, it's just a house. You got to treat it like a business decision. They don't want you to do that. They, they want you to do. They want you to do what they won't do. They'll walk away. Right? Remember the yesterday I gave you the story of the landlords of these malls. They're just bailing the keys. They walk away and they file bankruptcy all the time. If you actually did that, it'd be horrifying. So, yeah, so maybe, you know, again, you talk about uh, the mortgage application. What a nightmare that is, right? Uh, Now they're asking, hey, uh, you actually intend on paying this, right? And no matter what happens, you're going to keep paying. If you've got to empty out your 401K, sell all your gold and do all this and that, and and, uh, I think it's just, the sign of the times that we're living in because when you, again, when you look at it, this is how many people aren't paying. And it's not like they missed a month. 90 days delinquent and, the, the, and, and more, 90 days plus, these numbers are skyrocketing. Uh, be careful. Be very careful. Got interesting times ahead. 
uh, you know, there's a reason, you know, gold is just sending you a message, you know, and it's not going to go straight up and all that stuff. But but uh, what what Main Street is asking for, and this is kind of what I follow, what are they asking for? They're not asking for higher rates. Definitely not asking for a strong dollar. Right? They want inflation, and they want a lot of it. And this is why you need to put the gold away. Remember the example I gave you at the beginning of the show. Can you imagine in 1930, right, five $20 bills and five $20 gold pieces? One's worth $100, one's worth $10,000. Now fast forward to today. You're going to, right, five $20 gold bills, okay, I put... Five twenty—that was ten uh, and ten thousand dollars, right? Put them in the wall. Put them in the wall. Eighty years later, someone's going to go, "Oh, ten thousand dollars." Oh, well, honey, I can, I can take you out to eat, and the gold's going to be worth—I don't know—a million. I don't know. Right, of course, by this time, 80 years from now, the, that, 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 that money you left will be worthless because it will be digital. You probably won't even be able to spend it. 800-951-0592. The Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Week. U.S. $20 gold pieces. $2,150. bucks. 800 951 We'll be back tomorrow.